in 10 years when you're on a stage somewhere and you're inspiring a group of 20 somethings that have hit the workforce and then something happens like this again, what are you going to tell them to lead them? Because you can only take people as far as you've been. So I'm always acting in alignment with, with what I know I want to serve the world with. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Curious Competitor podcast today. I am your host, current New Jersey Devils defenseman, Connor Carrick. A little different style show today. Um, We're going to call this series, due to the length of it, or I guess the brevity, the the lack of length, we're going to call it mini sticks. To tip our cap to shinny hockey played in hotel hallways uh, everywhere. I think it's fitting, actually, doing this first uh, mini series podcast on the road uh, here in Buffalo. First road podcast um, I've been able to sit down and do. And the focus for me is to re-look at and I guess relearn some of previous lessons. And I think sometimes uh, hindsight is twenty twenty, and you, you have this relationship with podcast material. I can kind of smack you in the face and it's interesting. Like the, the first guest we're going to review and, and, and bring up some of the highlights with is Carissa Kuchis. We talk a lot about energy and being the best family man and this concept of uh, an and mindset. This is all in the face of, you know, my phone's on loud around the clock now because uh, Lexi could call me at any moment uh, that we're going into labor. So this whole concept that, you know, we have to leave butt to the wayside um, and entertain an and lifestyle, th- this concept that we can have it all if we're able to commit to it. Uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's watch the clips. That's something I've really tried to evaluate um, in my own you know, career development is looking at the way other professional hockey players, you know, go about their job and, and maybe they have a system that works for them, but this is what I know works for me. I want to be both the type of player uh, that has energy in January to, to go to the rink and practice and, and compete and battle for a job and also then find a way to have the energy to be a good husband at home. Like I want to be the type of person that gives myself permission to be that energetic leader, that energy creator that you seem to be, that you always have been, Um, you know, but it's, you've got the right blend of like both and you do the work to feel enlightened, but you understand like you've got to take care of the laundry too. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's a blend of both Gary, for Gary V. It's like, he's got his head in the, in the clouds, but his feet in the dirt kind of thing. Right. It's yeah. that blend of, of dreaming and doing that each fuels the other. Ooh, that fires me up. It's the, and it's the, and mentality. It's there's uh, a, the real pandemic in this world, the real virus in this world is the, butt people. I want to do this, but this, I want to do this, but this, I want to be a great husband, but I'm a pro hockey player. So I'm always on the road. I want to be, I want to be a great businesswoman, but I'm only 26. It's like when you're, when you're stuck in, butt, when you're addicted to, butt, game over, if you just have the courage to change that to an and from time to time, you'll get more used to it. And it'll become easy for you to see that you can have it all. And that is really, truly my belief. You can have it all. You can have all of it. You can have the business and the great relationship and the great body and be great at finances. You can grow up with really troubling circumstances and be super successful and contribute to this world and give back. And 
So I want to pause right there. I paused the clip. I don't know. We're a minute 56 into it. Carissa is discussing this concept of and. This is particularly something I'm thinking about right now because I'm having some personal, I guess, professional, you know, career adversity, uh, which, you know, we don't necessarily need to get into, but there's that magic word again, the but. But um, I talked about a goal you know, in, in my own personal life, it was something I journaled quite a bit about where regardless of circumstance, I wanted to be this season, the highest level of professional I could be. I wanted to control the controllables the best I could, which is something that, you know, in the past, I, I can't say I've always done. And it's interesting. Another podcast that comes to mind uh, is the Justin Hall podcast, where we talk about his season, you know, where I think he'd played, you know, 10 or 12 games total in the season and just discussing what were you able to focus on. So in my my own personal life, you know, really taking, uh, for example, uh, my health, you know, extremely seriously. I think there's this mode you get in where you're playing uh, night in, night out, and you're, you're just focused on that, and that's a beautiful flow state. Uh, but also there's an advantage to not being in the fire every night, uh, not getting hit from behind, and, and you know, dealing with some of the things of, of being out of the lineup. And so you know, hone in on those positives, be diligent in my preparation. I can be both a person who desperately wants things to be uh, different, you know, lineup wise and, and professionally and still prepare as if I was having, you know, the, the dream start uh, that I'd worked so long uh, and hard for, you know, during, you know, COVID quarantine or whatever. You can do it all. And that's a belief that I believe I learned at a really young age and Again, I don't know if that was my parents or just an, an internal knowing, but I do know that I had the courage to trust and and listen to to what I had in me, what I was being. It was almost like I, I've been channeling these things. And if you listen to them, you know what your body wants, but you have to be willing to receive that message. So a little one-liner that I say to myself all the time that might be helpful for listeners is, you are creating the story you will one day tell. You know, Carissa, you're creating the story you will one day tell. So I want to pause there and highlight this legacy mindset that Carissa talks about. And it's, it's you know, Tony Robbins is, is kind of famous for it. There's a podcast. I talked about it within uh, with Josh Paul's, the Tim, the Tim Ferriss, Jim Lure uh, podcast, this legacy minded thinking, this thinking that, you know, what if our story was public? What if our self-talk, you know, was on the jumbotron at the arena that we were playing on? And that is, you know, how I'm choosing in my life to currently handle, you know, the different adversities that are going on. And, and I really do feel more than ever a, a heavier desire to be a role model as I'm a dad to be. And I really do feel that, you know, these lessons I'm going to try to instill in Lexi and I's child, this concept of being a good person, uh, doing your best no matter what. The I want to first be an example for these things. And this is something I've actually journaled about quite a bit is I really feel my purpose here on earth is to do my absolute best in every single circumstance possible. That's quite an ideal. That's quite a high measure uh, to hold myself to, but I, I was chewing on it quite a bit. Uh, actually, again, off this uh, Jim Lord, Tim Ferriss podcast, it's an outstanding podcast. Uh, Kyle Palmieri had sent it to me. Originally, I've, I've listened to it twice. It's the only podcast I've ever listened to twice. Uh, I talked to Kyle about it. He's listened to it twice. 
Uh, so clearly it's something that struck a chord with, with both of us. And I really feel that, you know, there's this question, uh, you know, Dr. Lure draws out of his athletes is, you know, what, who are you? Who do you want to be remembered as? And he tells a story of a speed skater in particular that isn't having, you know, the storied career uh, that he'd wanted. He was a hugely hyped uh, speed skater. He'd had some, you know, personal family uh, trauma and, 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 you know, frankly, there was a death in the family and it was really shaking him. And we grow up watching these, these movies with these storybook endings and whether they occur or not, um, I think some of the dramatics in that whole experience can sometimes get in our own way. And I know with, with me, uh, in my own career, you know, I, I feel like I'm one of the good guys. I feel like I'm someone that's supposed to have, you know, uh, all this success uh, earlier in my career that I was on, you know, projected to have. And frankly, the rest of the league and a particular coach or a particular GM who has a vision, they don't necessarily care a whole lot about your story. They just care about where you fit uh, in their depth chart. And I'm okay with that. Uh, but it's really my own effort and my own attitude that I have to go to sleep with each night and know, am I giving my best or am I letting the sourness of a particular situation affect how I want to do my job long-term? pandemic hits in 10 years when you're on a stage somewhere and you're inspiring a group of 20 somethings that have hit the workforce and then something happens like this again, what are you going to tell them to lead them? Because you can only take people as far as you've been. So I'm always acting in alignment with, with what I know I want to serve the world with. And the second thing I would say about this is you and I have both shared that and it's really, there's maybe two things. One is blaring authenticity, having the courage to just be who you are because people are going to be weird about it at first. They're going to question you because it might not be fitting the mold that you've been put in and that's okay. You're going to find other people that share that with you and it's going to be, you're going to become more free to be who you are with every single decision you make that's more true to yourself. And the second is standards. If you do not have a baseline standard for what you'll accept in your life, then you're just going to become a a big jumbled reflection of all of the people in your life and all the things they care about. And then you're like, wait, who am I? You really have to decide what's my standard and then just live by it. Carissa brings the absolute gas there, just straight steam in terms of uh, leadership advice. And this is something that, you know, as my career has gone on and my life's gone on, I was waiting around for someone to knight me and allow me the permission to be a leader, you know, in in, uh, the locker room, in my community. And I recognize that true leaders just start. There is no sort of um, initiation uh, into leadership. If you want to begin to be a good leader, you have to start. You have to start acting in the way that a leader should. And I think that that is something, you know, Carissa embodies. She, you know, in her career path, as, as different as it as it is, she didn't really look around for uh, permission. She just started to, you know, really take off on uh, the direction in, in life she wanted to go and the roadmap sort of appeared. And I, and I think that brings us into 
Another keyword that stands out from that clip with Chris is this concept of standards. We need to have standards in our life. We need to be clear about uh, how we want them to look, who, who can help us uphold our standards? What are our standards? Where are the places in which uh, our standards sort of flow through us and it's not crazy challenging, right? How can we create this personal culture uh, for ourselves where all of our decisions are in our own best self-interest? They're not self-sabotaging uh, in nature. This is, a con- this is something that I'm trying to practice right now and, and it's, it's so cool to reflect upon because I was writing some notes here before you know, Colin and I sat down and this concept of standards was actually something I wanted to save for a stream of consciousness, you know, sort of podcast. But there's a question that we all get in our lives often, which is, how are you doing? And the issues of our life don't necessarily change at a rapid pace, right? Like, uh, at least in, in my life, I'm married. So if I'm having, uh, you know, relationship issues. It's usually with, you know, sort of the same people. Uh, my friends don't change a whole ton. You know, I'm on the same team, uh, career wise, you know, I'm, I'm having the same challenges, you know, kind of year in, year out. Uh, and the goal of course is to, to break any momentum and to, to have the breakout year, to have the hot streak in your relationship where just, you just seem on the same page Your your other, your partner's jokes are funnier, uh, before they even ask you to unload the dishwasher, it's already done. This concept of standards, we need to have them and then we need to have times in which we can reflect upon them. And this is why I brought up the concept that we have these similar issues that sometimes end up patterns in our life. So for example, last season I had a decently, you know, it was major enough for me, uh, for as, as a surgery, people would ask me in the road to recovery, you know, how you feeling, how you managing, you know, the expectations, the, the weighing of not being able to play, uh, how bad did it hurt? All of those answers were more tolerable than the first time. So my standard in terms of how I, how Connor Carrick as a hockey player and how Connor Carrick as a person uh, rejuvenates and reboots post-injury was better the second time around. Uh, as an athlete, you're going to have times in your career where you know, you're in the coach's good graces, you're in the coach's doghouse. How do you handle each of those? How short can you make the low periods in your life or, or how, uh, can you make them less dull? So they're not as drastic or, or dramatic in nature. And how can you make the highs hotter? How can you not get as caught up in the success so you can, uh, maintain the sustainability of it? And so these are things I'm all chewing on. And then even in, uh, you know, to allude to the Justin Hall podcast a little bit, you know, what are some things that in my personal life I can, uh, engage with right now? What are some controllables? You know, in and out of the lineup, I mentioned health already. I'm using a blood glucose monitor. It's something that, you know, why not? Grab some information about, you know, how particular foods affect my body. I don't believe, you know, all of a sudden uh, I'm going to score 50 because I, I know what, you know, my optimal blood sugar range is, but it's something I have available to me right now that can make me, if it's a half a percent better, I'll take it. And then it really begs the question of why do we care to raise our standards? Like if we have this standard, it's something we wake up and and ascribe to every day. For me, the reason why is because we are lifelong learners. I believe that is really what my greatest passion in life is. And I want to view 
I choose to view no matter what is going on in my career that my life is happening for me and for the eventual growth and the eventual person I will be. And I do not want, you know, to be static, to be, to stagnate in my personal or professional growth. And so, you know, I think that that is a great place to wrap up, uh, you know, what is our standard, uh, as Carissa puts it and why we care to have them and how we can reflect on, uh, improving them day in, day out. So in closing, thank you all for joining me uh, this week on Mini Sticks, a, a short style version underneath the Curious Competitor umbrella. Yeah, I just I just launched an umbrella um, as a podcaster. And I guess my thought process around this is self-development and self-growth uh, doesn't necessarily, it requires sets and reps, but sometimes those sets and reps look different, right? Sometimes uh, me personally, I have an hour to sit down. I'll, I'll lean on my friend, uh, Ryan Holiday for this one. Sometimes I have an hour to sit down and read Ego is the Enemy, let's say. But I've also found his use of the Daily Stoic, and this might be, you know, how this podcast is is styled a little bit, uh, which is sort of a one-page Stoicism uh, reflection. I found those equally as centering and and, and more available. So let us know what you think about this short-style podcast. I really enjoyed doing it. Thank you to Chris. I blatantly realized I got to have her Uh, on the podcast again. She was uh, one of our fans' favorites. So from wherever you are in the world this week, uh, thank you for joining us, and I look forward to doing it again next week.